Welcome to episode 158 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. And I'm Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, howdy. How are you? It's been a while, man. Yeah, howdy, everybody. Apologies to anybody who, like, checks us out during work hours. You know, you've probably been like, man, these guys are taking the longest vacation. It's like, oh, they split up. (laughs) They broke up. (laughs) No, no, but we're good. You know, it's just our our week off went off a little, you know, it lasted a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah, vacation and life and all that stuff. So we are back, folks. Yes. And and we are here for you. Yes, we have a, a ton of stuff. So just coming attractions, we've missed a lot <laughs> you know during our time off yeah i'm sure uh buddies at home i'm sure you've like many thoughts about what we've seen so just i'm i'm just gonna list off a stuff uh let's a, do it man a bunch of the trailers that came out and you know we'll just comment on them as we go uh so craven the hunter the new sony spider-man one you know um yeah i'm all right <laughs> yeah i'm i'm totally not really feeling this one yet um it may be trailer two will do it it just looks very cheesy, man. Very like '90s Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, like '90s Daredevil. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm um, hoping. I'm hoping it works out. You know, I'm still like, I'm kind of feeling it. You know, but I'm also like, we we did have Morbius, right? So it's just like, yeah, it, it's but really we have hard. the Pope's exorcist there. Hopefully, his yes. moped shows up. In yeah, that I know. One, he so. just needs his Vespa, right? Russell Crowe. Uh, it was so funny. There was like a meme that said like he's in three different universes with three different like <laughs> like accents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Zeus, Pope's Exorcist, and now this one. Yeah, I've been saying it the entire time. It's so distracting now. Like it's freaking <laughs> Zeus, man. Relax, baby cakes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's great stuff. Uh, we got a trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's. I, you know what? I'm Su- in. Right? Surprisingly, it looks surprisingly watchable. Yeah. Um, based on um this uh video game that's just like a first person kind of you go around and you know you, you get chased by stuff. So yeah. So um, I it, do do have a question though, Arturo. Sure. Are you taking your son? Because yes, I am. Okay. Because your son, I, am, I have to. Because he's he's the one that kind of introduced me to this thing. You know, like I, yeah. like I don't, like I, I don't know about this stuff. I I've seen it by and by, you know, and right. like hot topics and stuff like that in stores. But you know, I'm not. You know, I was, I didn't look into it because I all I knew was like a computer game. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem, whatever. Right. But you know, obviously having kids, um, they are, you know, they know these little niche little games and all that stuff and like poppy's playtime and all that stuff yeah, is exactly like that it's all like it's all jump scares so i'm yes, curious exactly. how that translates to a movie right because it's like is it going to be all jump scares is it going to be so i mean what- it's gonna be interesting only because we have a third person view now right because like yes. you know we see everything going on yes. so that might be a little bit different because the whole gimmick as you mentioned text is the whole jump scare like right in front of you or like right out of the corner um like out of the darkness kind of stuff so um it should be interesting um i'm curious to see um uh a, a different trailer um, right. If we see a little bit more, but it is coming out in September, I think. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll get it soon. Soon, yeah, yeah. I mean, the suits look good and all that. And the reason I wanted, uh, the reason why I wanted to see if you were taking your son, is because it's like I want to know what a fan thinks afterwards. You know, because it's yeah. like we we won't it's have PG thirteen as well. Yeah, okay, I believe. okay, cool. So I, I, I think it's PG. That's the thing. Yeah. They know they have a kid audience, right? It's like it, these things are made for kids now. It's a kid game, yeah. you know. Like kids these days play, you know. It's yeah, Sonic is and Mario is still there for them, but now there's these other games like you know, like Among Us and like this yeah. game, that, you know, that just 
pop up there and you know and, and definitely you know stir their imagine um their imaginations and their interests so yeah uh, i am gonna take him because it, it wouldn't be fair right um but he's gonna probably um he might uh, need to you know wait on a second watch just in case to see if it's suitable maybe but uh that's yeah, what i was wondering I'm about too because you know yeah it, like we said there's it, these things are for kids so it's like how how are they going to push the envelope? Like it's like are are they? Is it going to be just jump scares? Is it going? Well, there to is be- a kid involved. I see as well in the trailer, right? right. So um, let's see, right? I'm only curious. only time you know will tell. Though? Honestly, I'm more curious about this than the nun. So you know, the last time we oh. talked the nun too here, you know, it was like a secret trailer they played before. Uh, man, I already forgot the movie we watched. Together. I forgot. <laughs> was it the Pope's well. Exorcist? It might have been. It might have been. It, po- it might have been Pope's Exorcist that we. No, saw. I thought it was more recent than that. It, you know. You know what? Uh, yeah, because. I don't remember either. We we saw the nun. Yes, <sighs> which one? Yes, Boogeyman. It was the Boogeyman because I was with my daughter. Yeah. Yes, Boogeyman. Yes. Oh man, I totally forgot Boogeyman. Yeah, oh. totally. Again, not a good movie. If you want to see something better, actually, watch Insidious Three. They do that whole thing way much better. Yeah. So, uh, so getting back to the nun two, we got a full trailer for it, like an actual one, and it doesn't look any better, Arturo. Like, it, <laughs> you know what's funny though? It looks like it. It's, it looks like what the first one should have been, right? Like, yeah, this looks like it's true. an origin, a Jace kind of thing going on. So, and they have, uh, you know, and uh, Vera brought her sister into the fold, right? Right. Because I, Tessa Formiga is now in this. Yeah, I kind of hate how that happens, right? Like, uh, yeah. that's a that's a really bad sequel trend uh, in some of the worst sequels. It's like, oh, we got the good story already. Let's let's go back and see how they began. Yeah, and it's- dude, I was just gonna say that I, I really get annoyed about. <laughs> That. it's like no like why don't you do that from the jump yes you know, like, like if the origin was important we would see it in the original one right? yes yes because that's that was the whole point of even having the nun movie right was to yes. explore that little <laughs> that little um it's the origin it was, of the painting that we got yeah in the because it wasn't yes. it wasn't even a, a main plot point yet it was just this you know a sea story maybe right in conjuring too right yeah it was yeah it was just it wasn't a sea story even it was just like a side boss you know it was like a this yeah, is this yeah. is a sub boss that you face before you face the real one you know it's just like yeah because yeah. like it, it kept popping up in um in the warren's kind of visions in uh, um, elaine's visions and all that stuff that he was gonna die and all this stuff yes but, but it, like but it was far but, from the main antagonist yeah. yes, yes exactly but also conjuring 2 is a mess so um, <laughs> it's a different story from maybe a different cast Anyways, um, the nun too, though, as text mentioned, it looks very unnecessary. I don't know why they put money into this, especially theatrically. Yeah, and, um, oh, I God. would, I would honestly give this more uh, of a chance if it was on Hulu or Shutter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you because know? you know, uh, we talked about Five Nights and Freddy's. That's going to be a Peacock release too. So it's like, damn, that's, like we're that's simultaneously. By the way, yes. that's Peacock and that's theater. You know so I might actually do the Peacock with the Sun there. I mean, yeah, if you see it and it turns out to be good. Good, you know, it like, saves me some money in the theater as well. It's like, hey, buddy, I got popcorn here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we got popcorn and snacks here too. We don't got to go to the theater. You know, for perfect, that, so. dude. Like, uh, yeah, so speaking of that, well. uh, speaking of that, uh, so Apple, I, I think it's like an Apple movie, uh, Napoleon, uh, or is dude, it- Apple has been, you know, putting 
things out there. Yeah, the they, they even have like this one, uh, this Martin Scorsese one, like Flowers of the Killer Moon or something. Like it, y- yes, I, it looks dope. Like I don't know, it, it's one of those movies that's just because of the cast and I'm like, yeah, right. Killers of the Flower Moon, I think, right? Yes, yes, and uh, something like I, that. Yeah, but like my wife is interested. Like apparently, like that, it's a really yeah. good book. Oh, okay. You know? So yeah, be- it's based on a really good book. Again, if it's on Apple, I, I watch it at home. You know, uh, I, I'm cool with that. But anyways, though, uh, the other one you mentioned, Napoleon. Yes. Um, that looks way more awesome than it should, right? Dude, so <laughs> a Ridley Scott three-hour – like a three-hour Ridley Scott movie, like I'm in, dude. Like if there's – you know, because that's the thing. Like Ridley Scott – he, you know, we, we could talk about his movies and the swings he takes and the wrong oh, yeah. ways he goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had those conversations before, but at the same, sure. but at the same time, dude, when he gets something, you know, and I'm like, yo, a historical war epic, you know, you got Walking yeah, Phoenix's like, Napoleon. I'm like, yo, this, all right. Yeah. It looks very watchable and yes. not boring at all like this could be like in the wrong hands right, <laughs> right. this could be the most boring thing freaking ever right because yes. yeah, it's great point. napoleon bonaparte but like i like history so i know you know a little bit here and there about that so just watching it i'm like yo like this is really cool like it looks it just looks very enticing and very well shot and very like um, thrilling to see yeah. for the eye, you know what I mean? It, it looks like a movie, yeah. You know? Like yes. I know, I know that yeah. sounds weird, right? Like, but it's just it looks like you know, it's the kind of movie we wouldn't talk about here at the morgue usually because it's like you know, this is real like hoity-toity history buff kind of stuff. But like, you know, something about Ridley Scott and when he's got a his, like Ridley Scott historical war effort thing, like I'm like, all right. Three hours. Yeah, really Scott. yeah, y- yeah. you got me. Yeah, if if we're really gonna go Scott, see walking Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, the cast looks pretty good. The same uh, uh, um, actress that's in uh, one of our feature presentations today is actually in that movie as uh, the wife of of Napoleon. All right, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what's your name? I'll uh, take it. I will take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the blonde woman. I forgot what her name was. The, the broker chick, you know. Oh, from Mission um, Impossible. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's cool. Um, yeah, but yeah. But listen, like if it's on Apple, even more big thumbs up. I, yeah, I'm I want to say it's Apple, unless I'm just mistaken. You know, I might have just thrown that out there. No, so. no, no. You're right. Like it did say Apple. All right, so cool. Yeah, uh, it, it, it did say Apple. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So uh, moving along to something the complete opposite end of that spectrum, uh, we got a full trailer for Blue Beetle. We got another one, and dude. Blue Beetle looks great. Like I, you know, I'm so upset that this is post Flash. Like uh, we, we okay. So please check out our last episode that we had here. Yeah, Th- things have changed in the weeks that we've last talked about the Flash. Uh, the Flash is bombed significantly. You know, and completely. Yeah, like <laughs> actually. It's, it's like lost a ton of money and it sucks because you and 250 I, million i think i read actually. yeah yeah reports are sit like reports are throwing out wild numbers and you know and like it's gonna be on the blockchain like it's doing nft stuff which is super gross you know so it's like oh what? yeah like it's gonna be the first movie to premiere on nfts or something i don't know point what? is point is that's ridiculous yes yeah. anyway so like you know, we talked about this, we reviewed this, and like, you know, we talked about how it's like, well, we can see why WB, you know, why would they put so much faith in this only to like, you know, so point is, Blue Beetle stuck in the middle of that. 
Because there's still like this Aquaman movie coming, but thankfully, oh God, that's right, Aquaman. Yes, but <laughs> thankfully, James Gunn has already confirmed that this you know, Blue Beetle is going to continue in like in his movies. You know, even though Superman Legacy will be the first like DC Studios universe movie the character will continue and what what's unfortunate is he says character so i'm hoping it's like oh is the family coming because it's like i don't want to watch this movie and be like yo i dig this family because in the trailer he's all about his family right he is all about his family yeah yeah. absolutely (laughs) um but that's the character too you know what i mean um he's very he's very family centric if uh, if you guys um have watched um Young Justice, right? Yes, very much um, so. He, he he's all over that, and and he has a great story there. I think in season two or something like that. Um, but uh, he's all about family, and it, this movie looks awesome. Like Dude, the yeah. fight scenes they showed. Like this trailer showed a lot, maybe a little too much, right? But like it looks great. Yeah, it looks great. It yeah. looks awesome. The action looks awesome. I can't I can't say it enough. Yeah, like can't wait to watch it. What sucks is it does feel like it's showing too much, but at the same time, like they haven't really been promoting this one. You know, because yeah, I, I guess because yeah. it's like, you know, it's a Latino kid superhero. This is post Flash. They lost a ton of money. You know, it's like, oh, okay. yeah, but you see, like, you see, I just that's I don't right. I, I don't want it to get I buried. Really don't <laughs> understand the operational portion of, of their business, you know, because it doesn't make any sense what they're doing. You know, right. something like this, for instance, it's like I'm I'm listen, I'm really glad I'm really glad it's having a theatrical release. Awesome, yes, right? Yes. But like this is something you can start doing. Hey, this is for Max, right? Max just HBO Max just turns to Max. It could have been a great way to get new viewership in, a way to pedal all your DC stuff. Because yeah. they have a bunch of content. It's, Dude, it like sucks they that. had that new Batman movie, that uh, that Doom movie on there, which um it's like a very um um uh, Mike Mignola. I think wrote it and it, cool. it's all okay. Lovecraft kind of thing. And it's, dude, it's awesome. And Max is great. And I think this would have been a good opportunity for that as well as Batgirl. You know what I mean? As well as not the flash. Cause I know like the stars were too many in that movie for that, but like these movies, they could have d- definitely done something on their other platform here because and I it, just feel that's the way it was supposed it. to be like, it was supposed to be max. Remember? Like, yeah, it was supposed to be. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like the blue beetle was an HBO max movie before they were like, Oh, let's, let's release it in theaters. But then like gun doesn't really promote it as being, you know, yeah. he did say it's part of his thing, but like again, he's, this he's conversation not was had weeks ago, right? Yes. When we last had our uh, our previous episode where we spoke about how is this gonna work out since there's still Aquaman coming yeah, out? Like, are they that still vested into <laughs> Aquaman that they're like whatever? They should cut the losses at this point, right? It's like yo, right? yeah, and if not, you and I are gonna check that out and we'll talk about it. But uh, so moving into James Gunn DCU, uh, speaking of, uh, we got like a ton of announcements before a certain timeline, which we'll get into here in a second. But like, yeah, so. Word. Yeah, we got the cast for Superman Legacy. Uh, you know, it's important to note that it's not just Superman. What, what James Gunn has said is that this Superman is going to be in a world that already has heroes. So. Okay. I'm curious to see what that means, right? Like, I've. Yeah, I know no he idea. cast, uh, Hawk Girl as well. Uh, he cast, uh, uh Mr. Terrific. 
And he also cast Guy Gardner. Yes. So, so again, um, I think I was telling you off air that um, this is great and all and everything, but I think it's a little overwhelming, you know, to have a Superman be in this world where there are heroes already and he's not like the top guy. That's supposed to be the story, right? He's not like the, the, the yeah, big Superman yet, his, right? Yeah, because like, it's like it's not, you know, uh, it's not an origin story. But at the same time, he also said it's going to be like they also said it's going to be like a younger version as Clark and stuff like that. So it's like, well, if it's not an origin, they story, also mentioned like office drama or some shit like that yeah, as well. You know, so like I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out because they also added Metamorpho to it. Yeah, so it's like, oh, so we're getting full on like Justice League or whatever active wow. Justice League members are going to be in this, uh, probably recruiting the new Superman who, uh, whose name is David Cornsweat. I don't know if I'm saying his name properly, um, but he was in Pearl, you were saying. Yes, um, he was the, the projectionist in Pearl. It was, um, Pearl's love interest. Okay. Um, handsome guy, great jaw. Yeah, he, he looks mean, the part. He has the look. Yeah. You know, he has the look. Um, he's not Henry Cavill, you know. Well, yeah, um, no one is. R- no one R- is. But RIP. <laughs> I love you. But anyways, but listen, he has the look. We here at the morgue are very forgiving when it comes to um, you know, reboots and stuff like that because we always want to see, hey, what do you got? Yeah, and show also, us what you got, right? Also, why would we want to see something fail, right? It's like we yeah. we talk about this exactly. all the time, and you yeah. know. We we take those L's in theaters. That's the thing. We're sitting oh, there. Dude. That's lost time. We'll never get back. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But anyways, um, we do have a Superman. We also have our Lois Lane, which is um, I, f- I forgot what her name is. It's Rachel. Uh, but she plays Brosnan. Uh, you know, I'm probably Brosnan. Rachel Brosnan. Yeah, she probably? plays uh, the yes. marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I've seen a couple episodes of that show with my wife and she's great. Like, so I'm pretty sure she's going to be the standout of this movie, cool. especially with the witty James Gunn dialogue. Oh yeah. She's going to kill it. It's going to be, gonna it's going it. to be James Gunny all over yeah. the place. That's, Listen, she's going to kill it. I'm just glad they didn't get a Lois Lane and that looks like a skeleton. Yeah. So that's happy about that's my concern though, you know, cause it is going to be a James Gunn thing. And, uh, you know, that we, was, yeah. Tax, thank you. You just uh, took my next point. Um, it's so true. I am concerned about that because, because um, I was, I've been tired of James Gunn for a bit. Right. Like he, yeah, we mentioned Suicide Squad and how great that was, you know, and uh, and then um, the Guardians um, uh, Christmas special was pretty fun, right? Right, and then Guardians Three had his moments, right? But also like his his world, his universe, his way of thinking and writing and talking, you know, like it. It gets a little tiresome. Yeah. To be honest. So, you know, know and so we're getting another that's team. That's where my concern comes from. Yeah, we're getting another team here. And if you notice, it's all like B tier, C tier characters. That's my of, other concern. Yeah, that's, text. That's, we're going to get yeah, some yeah. dumb joke shit with, you know, B tier characters. We have the authority also coming in, which. Which again, if you don't know comic books, um, just Google it real quick. They're like uh, a Justice League, a Jace, pretty much from a different kind of dimension, universe, or whatever. But their their comic book is is very, is written very mature, you know. So I'm curious how they're gonna play that angle because they're very yeah, like everything about the Authority is like it's for like, adults, you know. You know like, and it, what it's sucks, for mature readers and what, stuff like what, that. What sucks about that is like we already have shows like The Boys doing that stuff well. Yeah. So it's like, oh, do we need like dark superheroes? And it's funny because yeah. the authority is really like, if you go back, like that's 
It's where all this stuff comes from, right? Well, but it's you a know, shame that it, it's, it's you're late you know, to the party, pal. Yes, you know, it's the Thanos Dark Side thing, where it's like, yeah, Thanos might have been inspired by Dark Side, but we got Thanos first, so it's like, well, you know, yeah, Dark Side didn't get to the screen until we got. Uh, even then, it wasn't really that great. Yeah, man. and so, uh, so speaking of that, uh, moving on from all this, uh, one important serious thing to note is that yeah, all these casting announcements came, but they came before the deadline that you know. Yeah. Not only are the writers on strike now, but SAG AFRA is the the Screen Actors Guild. The actors are on strike now, as of this recording, and likely yeah. for the future because there's some ugly stuff coming out that, in terms of yeah. like why they're on strike in the first place. It's not only you know they're fighting for pay, like it's not only that. But it's like yeah, pay better compensation from yes. streaming um, rights and yeah, stuff like pay, that. You know? Pay people for their work first of all, but it's yeah. like you know copying them and using them in AI for perpetuity. You know it's that, like that. Let's take a moment to talk about that real quick. Yeah. That is some um, wild shit, dude. Yeah. Like in that article you shared, like uh, they just pretty much um in the written um Yeah, as reported by The Verge. The, yeah. Yeah. In the actual written document they were given, right? Yes. To to you know, be like, hey, we came up with a great idea for you guys. Let's sign this uh new contract, right? They actually had said, like, hey, we're gonna screen like you know, screen capture the background uh, uh, actors and stuff like that. That way they can reuse them in different shows over and over and over again without paying them over and over and over again. You right. know, you know yeah. what I mean? Um uh, same for the actors, like, hey, like you're next. You know, this is why the writers went on strike as well. They weren't getting paid for their work in streaming stuff. And now that like the work they want to do with the AI stuff is also infiltrating the writing stuff as well as the yes. actual acting stuff, yeah. you know? So, so it's, it's, we're all on the same boat here, you know? Yeah, it's very, it's just gross. There's a lot of gross stuff because it's like, it's not, yeah. only, it's not only just the pay thing. It's, it's all of that. It's stolen work. It's, you know, and then you yeah, have you have the, the proprietary comments. intellectual property. Yeah, you, know? you have comments <laughs> from CEOs like Bob Iger say like, "Yo, there, it's there's a lot of ugly stuff coming out." Like one of the reports, yeah. one of the reports uh, was a quote from like their the the strategy of all these streaming platforms, all the CEOs are to hold out until people can't pay their rents, until people are like you know like bleeding their money dry, and it's like, damn, like that's, that's, that's it's fucked up. It's dude. fucked up. So you know. We could be, you know, they could be on strike for a while, uh, you know, so it's, and if they are, don't, that's the thing, it's, uh, buddies at home, you know, you might be frustrated if there's like, you know, the, the shows stop coming or the movies stop coming. And, you know, and here, Arturo and I will have to be creative with, so, you know, we might have a final girl we got summer too. for you guys. Yeah. The crypt might just become regular morgue episodes, but like, <laughs> you know, we might do Final Girl Summer too. You know, that sequel's still out there, you know? So, but like, what I'm trying to say ultimately is just don't blame the actors or the writers, you know? Yeah. Blame don't. the ones who don't pay them. And, yes. you know, these, these companies are losing millions of dollars a day simply because they don't want to pay. And it's like, yo, you could be saving much more than you're losing a day. By halting yeah. halting production on stuff, you know, if you just pay. If you guys think about that, think about that. They would rather lose money, yeah, than right, <laughs> millions of dollars, and to give that money to the people, you know, providing them their product. Yeah, you know what I mean. How ridiculous does that sound? Yeah, because it's right? like you know, you know, you uh, you know, buddies at home, you know, Arturo and I get this especially because you know, yeah, we're 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 critics quote unquote, but at, you know, at the same time, like this is a creative endeavor 
And like, you know, yes, it is, it is work, you know, and as much as people want to say, oh, you know, they're writing TV. Oh, it's acting. It's, it's art. Like it's, just, it's entertainment. What, you know, what is it? Work is work, dude. Like you know, work is work. Yeah. It, and the fact that you're consuming that it's, it's, it's a product they're giving you, yeah. you know, it's a product slash a service. They're entertaining yeah, us. You, Slash you. Yeah. You know what people, I mean? it's, people hate the word content, but like, you know, or artists might hate the word content. But in this situation where it's like, yeah, like if you're consuming content, you have to, you know, <laughs> you have to pay someone for that content. For yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's only fair. We pay for our streaming services because we want their, you know, the, their content. You know what I yes. mean? So now like that money that we're giving these streaming services is not being properly allocated to the, to the, um, the artists and the creatives behind all this stuff that we're watching, you know, yeah. that's the problem here. Um, and now that's also stemming to the actors. It went from the writers who, first of all, the writers, um, for streaming services, super duper important because they depend on shows, you know, yes. on regular ep- episodic TV shows. So much, so much stuff would be way worse without good writers. That's the thing. We say, yes. that, we say this all the time. Like when we review a movie is we review entertainment. Uh, writing is the biggest, like one of the biggest parts of it before we even talk about visuals and all yeah. that. We're like, it's part of it. The yeah. story is part of it. Yes. The writing, the dialogue, everything is part of it. And now this, um, this, this whole thing is stemming to the actors as well. So now it's, we just have to kind of buckle down with them and just make sure that uh, uh, we are definitely in tune at, to what's going on here. Yeah, because that's it. Um, at the end of the day, that's it. It's just like you yeah. know, just don't be upset at them. Be upset at the ones. Who, yeah, who don't be paying. upset at them. Like for instance, as you were saying, Bob Iger was saying some dumb shit. You know, yeah. and um, he, uh, uh, Fran Drescher, who's the president of. Um, of SAG, right? Like she was um, talking to, um, I, I forget which publication, I think it was Variety or something like that. And um, she was saying that he's, you know, he doesn't get it. Like he just, he just thinks that things will, he thinks that the actors don't really matter anymore. You know, yeah. like he, he thinks that um, having this AI stuff is, is super awesome and that it should be the way to go. And it's not because it's not, it shouldn't be that way. Like, um, um, I can say that I, um, I just was in Broadway last week, right? I right. took my niece and my nephew to the book of Mormon, right? I got some pretty awesome seats oh, and I was able was to see that? all this. Dude, it's fucking great. Awesome. Like my wife okay. took me there years ago for a birthday gift. Right. But then we went again now years later. Um, and it's just fucking great. And you see these, you know, these actors and actresses, you know, just fucking sweating and doing their best. They're yeah, singing, they're work, dancing. Dude. Like, yeah. th- this is what they do, all right? But imagine, like, Broadway is right in front of you, right? A movie and TV shows, there's a slew of production that goes on to that. Like, yeah. what you see in front of you is the final product. But what goes into that one scene is many hours of work just for that one five second segment you know it's ridiculous and um we really should take that into account um i stand with the actors and the and the writers here because i you know i understand their work and it's like hey yes you can say they have money and blah 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 it's like that's not the point like the people that 
are like the people that don't want to pay, you know, have this immense amount of money, yeah. you know, yeah, that like yes. that they just want to hold on to, you know, that's it's just yeah. greed. Best, dude. best way to look greed. at it it's is, disgusting. yeah, best way to look at it is that it, if you're at your job, you know, you're sitting at you're, you're sitting at your desk, you know, or, you know, you're driving your truck, you know, whatever you're doing. And then you go to your boss after a couple of years and you're like, yo, I could use a raise because, you know, I've been making you all this money. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. It's yeah. someone going, yo, give me a raise. We make, I've make you all this money. I want some fair compensation for the work I do. It's a piece of the pie. Yes. It's like when, um, when musicians have their music played on the radio, they get paid for yes. that. Yes. And they're not, you know I mean? know, it's not like if you look at any of the, like if you look at the actual demands from the, from the sections, it's not huge. Like that's the thing. It's, they, they, people have outlined this in terms of like, they would, like, they would have already covered it from all the money they've lost already. Is they would have been able to do what, you know, do what was, has been asked just by, just, you know, it's just, it's greed. It's corporate greed. And, you yeah, know, it's fucking greed. It's man. greed. And, you know, like, regardless of where this goes, it might last for a while. The last time the writer strike went on for a while, but this is huge. Like, this is even bigger. Yeah. This is writers and actors. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. But now, folks, it's time for our feature presentation. All right, folks, welcome back to the Morgan. Now it's time for a quadruple feature presentation. <laughs> Text. First time we do this, right? I think yes. this is the first time we do a, a quadruple feature presentation. I'm going to let uh, my main man here kick it off um, uh, with. Uh, um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Tex, you had the opportunity to see this movie. Yes. I could not. I was out of the country on vacation um, and did not have the time to see it. So tell me, what did you think, man? Wait for it. Pay for it. Stay away from it. Uh, it's so okay. It, it, there's a caveat here. I honestly <laughs> – so just as a, as a way to just kind of, you know – not clear the air, but like I got to set the table a little bit, right? So yeah, lay it out there, you know. Yeah. So with me, uh, I think I've said this on the show before. I, I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies. I know them by osmosis. I know them through all the references I've seen to it. I know, you know, I know the big sequences and stuff. And so ahead of this movie, I finally saw them. Once I saw them, like uh, I got it, you know, like it was like, oh, okay, like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, still the best one. I think that was yes, my yes, favorite. That is. was my favorite out of the three in terms of just what these movies are. You know, I'm yes, like, oh, exactly. okay, Great point. that one really sold me on. Like the uh, after I saw it, I remember telling Arturo, oh, I get why it's such a huge thing for a certain age group, you know, because it's like, yo, if I would have grown up and like I saw that movie, I'd be like, yo, this dude rules, right? And, yeah, dude, Indiana Jones and his freaking hat, man. Yeah, it's total wish, <laughs> it's total nerd wish fulfillment because he he's ultimately like an archaeologist who like goes and does these things to like bring the stuff back, but like, so yeah, it's like. It's what Tomb Raider is, right? Yes, yes. That's exactly <laughs> it. And so seeing all that, seeing the sequences there and all that, you know, I'm like, oh, I get it. So uh, fast forward to uh, The Dial of Destiny. So I would say stay away from it. As <laughs> as someone who who has – like who just saw Indiana Jones like the week of that I was seeing this. Yeah. And as someone who is like – I will say that 
I don't really like adventure, quote unquote, adventure movies, the adventure serials, you know? So I guess like a good way to say it is you remember that movie, The Phantom? The, that was another movie where yes. it's like, yeah, this is an adventure serial. Who knows The Phantom? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is an adventure serial of like that era. And that was with Billy Zane, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. It's exactly. Yes, Billy it's, Zane in the purple costume, man. Yeah. It's it's that type of tone. And like, uh, but I do like adventure movies. There's one that we'll talk about later mm. where it's like, yo, that's a total adventure in terms of like. Yeah. So, for sure. But this is, this is a stay away from it. Like, unless you are an Indiana Jones fan, I'd say wait for it to hit Disney Plus. Check it out. But honestly, you're not missing a lot unless you really want to see how like his story ends. And it, it's, you know, so uh, spoiler alert for the ending. You know, it's not like he dies or anything, but there is a moment. Oh, of, yeah. So, so it's not that kind of thing. It is a happy <laughs> it is a happy ending. But like it, it's still by the time it ends, like I was so tuned out because it's it's. Like it's got it's two and a half hours, so like it feels. Oh, yeah, you feel the length too. It's very bloated. You get like it feels like five. Yeah, like the action sequences. So comparison, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's that truck scene where he's like, you know, he's latching on the trucks and all that stuff, and then it transitioned mm-hmm. to a whole thing of like fighting with you know. Then there's the plane. It's like yo, it feels like it's going by very quickly. It's ninety minutes, right? Yeah. But here, when an action scene continues, it, it then it goes into like a, a lengthy other sequence part as part of the action scene. It's super weird. So it's like an example is they're driving, uh, you know, they're driving through. Man, I already forgot the country. This is how much I've tuned out of it. But they were like uh, driving a little cart, and there was like a big car chase through a city, and which is funny because. As I'm thinking about this car chase through the city, there's a much better one we'll get to talk about here in a little bit. So Yeah, there is. So, you know, there's a car chase through the city, but then it just it keeps going. Like there there are these sequences that just keep going. And what sucks is that Harrison Ford is old, Indiana Jones is old, but like it rarely gets to play on that. Like the only it should. Yeah, the only time it like it really makes him feel old and or lets him be old is like in the beginning, or it's like when you first get introduced to him again. You know, and like there's a part where he's like climbing up some rocks and he's like he's he's like uh, I forget what the line is, but it's it's the only line that made me laugh in the movie, because he's like <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm so like basically says I'm too old for this stuff to like to be doing this, you know, like, yeah. climbing rocks and shit anymore. And so what I'll end this review with is that unless you like, unless you're a diehard, and if you're diehard, you've seen it already, you know. But or you know, if you're curious, watch it on Disney Plus. But honestly, dude, like I wish I didn't see it. <laughs> like it, it got to that point. Yeah, I didn't see um uh, the Crystal Skull one with Shia LaBeouf. I just didn't bother with that yeah, either. And like I'm just like. Be like you like I'm not I'm not a fan. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't entice me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, like with, you know, yeah. I see stuff for the show. You know, right? Um, to be honest with a lot of you guys, like, but this one, like, I just like I even asked Tex the other day. I'm like, hey, um, should I see this? And he was like, no, nah, don't bother. You're good. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> you know, that's the thing is, yeah, like if you're curious about it, uh, watching a Disney. But even then, yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't feel like I missed anything. Yeah. I think I'll live. I'll sleep like a baby tonight. Honestly, yeah, like you're, we're fine without it. I'm fine without it. Like I, I like I said, I wish I didn't see it because I could have saw something else. Like it felt that. 
got bloated. Where I was like, like I wasted my time. You know what? Yeah. I got lucky there was nothing else there that we yeah. didn't see. I was like, man, I, right? felt, I felt so like, I'm like, man, I wish I could have, maybe I should have, if, if it came out the week of uh, our next movie, Arturo. So let me ask you this. So uh, I, this, the, we're, we're flipped. Our, our situations are flipped here. So I know. So Insidious, <laughs> the Red Door, I was not able to see this one uh, before our, our recording. So, and it's funny enough, it's the fifth movie of the franchise too, right? Like, so, oh yeah, look at that. So it worked out and it starts with an I. You know, they're both like. <laughs> in the I-N, right? Yeah, Indiana, right. Insidious, Insidious the Indiana something, Jones. the something. So, uh, Insidious, the Indiana Jones. Yeah, so um, pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it. Insidious, the Red Door. Oh man, uh, to be honest with you, it's a stay away from it. Wow, that's, um, oh wow, so. We, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like I gave it, I think I gave it a five out of 10 or something, but wow. just to be able to break it down for you guys, I've been waiting for weeks. Okay. Right now, and, and I cannot wait, I mean, weeks, a week to talk, to, um, to talk about this only because it's I'm felt so like disappointed. Weeks. It felt like weeks. Dude, I, yeah. I'm just so disappointed. Wow. Um, I, I, I prepped by watching all the Insidious movies beforehand. Go check out those reviews on Corpse Feed on the Instagram. And um, they're all over there for you guys to check out. I am just words. Just, yeah. They don't describe it, man. Because they had such opportunity to kind of like have a solid flick. Okay. I don't think they had enough there to be something like an eight. You know, I think right. they had enough there for a good seven. You know what I mean? Like the, or, or even like a good, a good six. You know, the idea was there. And that's what sucks is I, I get it. Like it sounded like a good idea. We were talking. Yes. Like we talked about in this theory, in theory, right? right? In like, theory, yes. in theory, it was good. Um, on paper, it looked better than it did on screen. Just first off the bat, this is Patrick Wilson's uh, directorial debut. He did great. Okay. Um, like the, the movie looked good. You know, it, you know, there was nothing wrong with the execution. Okay. You know, um, I think the main issue was with the story. The story didn't really build up the supporting actors. So the whole story here. Pretty much after 10 years after the original incident okay. of the first Insidious, he's divorced, right? And he is meeting his family at his mom's funeral. So they go back. By the way, Insidious has so much retconning is absolutely annoying. <laughs> um, so they right. go back, right? And they show that apparently after the incident in the first Insidious, they went to the um, that guy who was in the movie and the psychiatrist guy, and he did some kind of mind wipe or some shit. It, he kind of did like a hypnotizing oh, thing where they, they, they forgot. Okay, they forgot that whole year, right? So then, ten years later, fast forward, right? Like um, things start kind of stirring up those memories for the son Dalton who they bring back the, the original actor who's now you know a full grown man he's back in you know in college and stuff like that and he's in art class he's ready and the to, art teacher he's ready to be a Hollywood star now is that what it is not yet yeah. not yet not yet not yet he's, he, he still needs a little bit more work he was alright he wasn't as good as I thought he was gonna be um, he was alright um, but he didn't have enough you know what I mean like he he had enough but I don't think they wrote enough for it. You know what I mean? That's a shame. Um, you know, like he, it's there and it's not there either. Yeah, because if he's the one that, like, he was the original, like, astral projection connecting t- tissue, 
right? So it's like if But it's it's not really. It was always Josh, Patrick Wilson's character. Right, okay. Like, yeah. So it, it was always him so going me, and then yeah. and then yeah. Yeah, let me ask you about that. So how does okay, so you know, Patrick Wilson's directing was solid, as you say. Like so yeah. how was how did he handle his own story? Like so, Like like again, I'm glad that he's his his credits are not in the writing. Okay. Okay. Um, from what I saw, um, I have to look that up, but in, according to the, I, I made sure to look for that at, in the, in the end credits, right. his name wasn't there, which, which I'm very glad about because he, you know, it's, it's very upsetting that he, I think would have written something a little better probably for his end character. His character honestly, um, gets shit on completely. Wow. Um, okay. all right. So, so think about this, right? So he goes through that mind wipe, right? The only person who knows about the mind wipe is his wife and his mother. His mother is now dead and he and his wife are divorced because his his mind wipe fucked him up to the point where he was being foggy. He kind of like he wasn't totally there. You know, he he had like real issues. This guy, you know, it's fucked up. Like if you really think about it, like they decided to they agreed to do this. But the breakdown of this man's life because of that decision was never really explored, you know, and I, I think they really lost a great opportunity to really dig deep into like some like, you know, some deeper character stuff. Cause if we are going back to the same people, we need to explore a little bit more about them. And I think that's a really big missed opportunity. That being said, the son is given like a bit more than Patrick Wilson is because I think they're trying to do a pass the baton bullshit. Right. Um, okay. Uh, so Dalton gets a lot of the, of the work because everything takes place in, in school because he supposedly opens the door when he goes into that trance. So because he's such, um, you know, he was such an expert astral projector, right? He kind of figures out how to do it again, which is like so dumb because it's like, Hey, like they did research on YouTube and Lynn Shay's character appears on YouTube kind of warning about going deep in astral projection. And that's a good way to see her in though. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So, so that was really dope. But then like you, you get this warning, you know, you're going, you're completely uh, ignoring the warnings, which is yeah, but, you know, but stereotypical. That, yeah, that's teenager stuff, though. Yeah, so that's the other yes. thing. It's like te- teenager stuff, and it's horror. I mean, he's so. in college, though. He's like 19. Oh, okay. So. But, but it is young young kid horror. It, it makes sense to me in terms of, like, stuff you kind of have to forgive. Like, it's like, yo, there's, there's a certain level of mistakes people have to make. It's the Evil Dead thing, right? Where it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, like, yes, it has to happen, yeah. right? in order to do it but but, but then again what, it, it does but, it has to happen like it doesn't mean it has to happen in a certain way right so no but yes. like listen like it, it could have happened like i'm i'm fine with it happening okay but they get very careless with it like ah, his character gets okay. very careless okay. with it like i don't mind him opening the red door the way he did because it was like uh, like i was mentioning his art teacher was doing like a trance like oh account back from 10 to 1 and the first thing that pops into your head just start drawing it right so that trance kind of broke whatever block it had on the memory and opened up the red door which brought back that evil guy that evil demon from the first one right right which was Okay, um, so that's the thing. I do have to interrupt there. I never liked that yeah. design. Like it was, yeah, yeah um, kind of whack to me. The design looks better when it's just a quick scare hidden. Yeah, 
Um, it doesn't look good at all when it's like shown up. Yeah, this is why the it's first just one, a dude. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a dude in red paint. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Dave Grohl and the Tenacious D, uh, uh, the Tenacious D music videos. Be you angels? <laughs> no, we are but men. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that was good shit. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he looks terrible when he's out in the open. And this one, too, he doesn't look better. Like, there was a portion where um, they kind of showed him shedding skin a little bit, which w- was getting to be gnarly. But then they sh- kind of shied away from it, oh, you know, and went and to a different been, part of the story. That would have been a perfect you know? time to, like, unveil a new design, yeah, th- right? There's so, not like, much scares. There's not much scary stuff going uh, on. Sucks. But yada, 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 like... So yeah, so Dalton again. He's trapped in the fucking in, in you know in in the further okay. right again because he's he's an idiot and he goes further than he he really should have right. you know because he wanted to just oh hold on a second I just want to go over here and see what's up blah, 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 blah. dumbass anyway so he gets trapped there so Josh who discovers that his father was also an astral projector uh, you know <laughs> okay okay I'm like yeah, yeah I gotta yeah, you know yeah, I, this out. I gotta I don't know if I want to so, like, I'm like oh I gotta. T- I feel like I got to tap out already. Just like listen. He to discovers this. about his dad, which is like no one was ever curious about uh, that, right? No one cared. Yeah, so yeah, you know? um, I never once thought was like, oh, what did his dad do? Yeah, you know, no, like, it, yeah, it was just this, such like like a nothing burger either. Yeah. You know, spoiler that, alert, like, whatever. Insidious, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately, you know what? Yeah. They only did it so he can like show him the way at the end oh, in the further. Yeah, so Josh, uh, the father, goes in to get Dalton, right? Which is here. It's again a big mistake in my opinion. He finds Dalton. He escapes because his dad, you know, gives him um the way or something. I forgot whether he saw him before. Or after. Right. Anyways. Right. So he's there with Dalton and he's like, Dalton, you got to go. You got to wake up, right? I'll stay here um, and hold the door because the door had to be closed. So the demon can, you know, so, blah, 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 so, blah, blah. So did anybody, okay. So no. I, I mean, now that we're no, talking text, full no. spoilers. Uh, I know what your question is. And no, yeah, okay, so no, one no one dies. No one, no one dies. Dalton gets a cut or two. Right, uh, this is, I this is I needed whack. Patrick Wilson's character to die in the further. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he was yeah, going to die. You know, you're, but then you're telling me the way you're laying it out. I'm like, oh, okay. So yes, he's he should have died. He's sacrifice himself to like save his son. Yes, like, tax. Oh, okay, this would have made it a six in my opinion because at least they <laughs> went for it. But they were like, you know what? No, we're gonna give him. No, uh, we, oh, that that's when his father showed up. Oh, his father's gonna show up and. Show him the way. Oh, back. that's gross. You know, and I'm like, Ew. that sucks too, because that's not something that was like uh, either not only thought about, but like not a, it wasn't set up. Like this wasn't a nugget that we got in Insidious Dude, One. Like or I something. said, there's so yeah. much retconning going yeah. on that it's absolutely ridiculous. All right, this is it's, you know it, that's the problem. It's with, annoying. Yeah, that's the problem. It's with annoying. Keeping a we can definitely can. move on, but yeah. what I do have to say though, Tex, what I do have to say, j- just to wrap up this whole Insidious conversation. Right. Before you know, we really get into it. One for me was good in terms of horror filmmaking, in my opinion. Um, in terms of the jump scares and stuff like you that, you do like, get the you broad know, daylight scare, which is something I yeah. will give it credit for. It's, it's yeah. the one where he's right behind Patrick Wilson. Yeah, and it's, oh yeah, wait, yeah, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. And, and during, um, you know, it, it does. Yes. it does some really 
cool, you know, horror filmmaking things with sound, with lighting, with uh, the jump scares that do happen. You know, you get the little kid dancing while she's outside to that, you know, that creepy ass like saw through the window. Yeah. You know, that's where that whole thing comes What's, from. So, so in terms yeah. of it's like, I always like, got distracted because yeah. that song is like in Spongebob. You know, so, it's like- <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And so the legacy itself of the Insidious movie is just huge. You know, yeah, and this um, one, it, apparently um, it's a door they should have kept closed then, huh? <laughs> it, dude, it's um, it's wild, too, because um, I like like three and four better and those are the ones that focus mainly on lynn shay and the ghostbusters and stuff like that you know those two guys you know that work with her and they uh go through these adventures and stuff like that i like those movies way better than i like to follow this original one to be honest with you like like i said the first one i only rate it highly because of what it spawned um and uh some awesome techniques that james wan used but the red door honestly you know, keep it closed. Stay away from yeah, it, please. Go watch three and four. But finally, Tex, we get to the good stuff. Next up in our quadruple feature presentation is none only than Elemental. Yeah. Tex, we got to this one a little bit later than we anticipated, but I am so glad we got to it regardless. Yeah, this was um, this movie yeah. is just awesome. Yeah, this was one that, you know, if you listen back on us uh talking about it, we wrote it off immediately because we totally wrote we it wrote because you know, Pixar's <laughs> been in a slump. We haven't had like, you know, what was it? We got Incredibles 2. Uh, Lightyear. I know there's probably something in between all that. Uh, that very oh, that Toy Story four, yeah, right? Where it's like it's been very, yeah, very forgettable. Stuff, yeah, right? it, it's been very whack. Like straight up, like they were fine in the moment, but it's like once you once you watch them, you're like, ah, oh, I could have waited on this. Like it's I should have I should have watched this on Disney. Yeah, because like and Luca, <laughs> Luca, you know, Luca was fine, but like now after seeing this one. I'm like, oh. But it's funny, though, because Luca was better than the rest of that uh, like other yes. stuff we just mentioned and, and should have been in theaters, right? Yes, which was, <laughs> you know, and what sucks is, you know, now seeing this one and it's like, well, you know, after writing it off, I feel like I'm like, oh, Pixar's back, you know, because like they have this one. They have the, oh, yeah, there was a trailer for uh, – I forget the name of it. It's like EL something, Elio or something like that. It's another yeah, Pixar. Elio yeah. or something like another, that. Right? Another yeah. interesting looking one. And so basically this is all to say that, um, yeah, it's a pay for it. What do you think, Arturo? Like, yeah, it's a definite pay for it, man. My kids loved it. Um, I loved it. It got really emotional in the third act and they really knew how to just kind of just dig into those heartstrings and continue that emotional ride they had you going with. And honestly, man, um, I'm really annoyed that uh, the marketing team behind this movie really got it wrong, man. Yeah. Like they definitely they angled it, it yes. as like an opposite to tract kind of, you know, water meets fire kind of bullshit, which yes, you get that basic, a simple kind of premise there, but there's a family story involved. Um, that's also very deep. Um, and like it stems through, through the entire movie. Um, and that's actually the main story. Yes. Um, the, the secondary story is the actual love story, but the primary story is the story between Ember, which is our protagonist and her family, which, um, which are like immigrants to this city. I, I forget what it's called, but it's, oh, it's, it's, it's city that's, city. you know, yeah. So they, okay. Yeah. Just element city. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and it's, 
honestly, dude, it looks great. I saw it in 3D. I recommend seeing it in 3D as well. Watch it in a matinee, so it's a little cheaper to, you know, for the ticket. Uh, but it's it looked fantastic. I was like, wow, this looks really good. And I kind of had an inkling of that that it was going to look good, but it looks so good like just everything interacting together looks awesome. yeah like the element designs themselves they look incredible you know and like there there's a lot of good lighting in this you know the yeah especially when like ember and wade are like finally romantic yeah spoilers on that yeah but it's like when you get yeah there's a there's a lighting thing they do with that there's a lot of like there's a lot of attention to detail as to how each of the elements looks you know and like how Mm -hmm. you know the character designs are unique uh ember and wade are well designed you know their families are great and like but this is all secondary to like you said to the story like it's it's so wild too because like the romance happens like maybe two-thirds away into the movie. Like, yeah, it's kind of sprinkled in that Ember and Wade are, like, starting to like each other. But it's like, no, yeah. the, the real thing, the real overarching thing is, you know, uh, an immigrant story of a second-generation person dealing with the, the mm-hmm. pressures of, like, you know, my parents did this to, you know, to come here to give me this life what do I do with that life? You know? And it's like, yeah. Like, am I going to make my parents proud? Yeah. You know, should I, you know, sh- should I continue following in their footsteps, even though I want to do this other thing. And um, it's that kind of story, man. And they really did an injustice to the movie. Um, I'm glad that uh, it's going to come out in Disney plus soon. So people can yeah. watch it more. And it's, it's um, starting to get yeah. like the, I think it's word of mouth. That's kind of kicking it up. Cause it's like, it's starting to make a ton of movie, uh, a ton of movies, a ton of money. And like, uh, I think it's Disney's highest, uh, highest grossing thing since Frozen 2, which was, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. So, well, you know, also that goes to show you there's a lot of garbage in movie theaters yeah. right now and the good ones are actually standing out. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just, um, and, and I'm so glad because this came out the same week as The Flash. Um, <laughs> yeah. and it totally yeah. went under, you yeah. know, it went under the radar yeah, truth be told. because of, you know, The Flash and all that stuff. So, yes. uh, total truth be told, Arturo, like we were both, we both had this conversation off air of like, yeah. oh, we can wait on Elemental. You know, I don't, I don't really want to see that. I don't want to see The Flash. Yeah, and look like, where that Goddess, yeah, like right? I'm, I, I am really glad my kids wanted to watch it, and I was like, you know what? I'm home. There's a matinee going on. Let's go check it out. And I'm, I'm really glad I did. Um, like I said, the story is really, it's really the story you that that just kind of you know runs this ship completely, man. Like this is what's so captivating about everything is that story. Yes, it looks great, and yes, we have um some really cool looking kind of stuff going on on screen visually and 3D wise. They did a great job with 3D wise as well too. But there's this core family story there that really kind of drives the ship and when you get into that third act where everything just starts breaking down or breaking apart like a real family drama does you know you're like you're just like so in it by that point and you're just feeling it big time yeah like damn yo pixar had me teared up again it's been a minute like yeah yeah because also like you had the thing where you know you know, fire really didn't like water, yes. you know, like, like legit, you know, so it got very kind of like um, yeah. a very racial thing, yes, you know, it was very like where, yeah, it's straight up racism in this movie. Yeah. yeah <laughs> where the fire guy was like, oh, you're breeding, uh, you're bringing this water guy around here. Yeah, kind of straight stuff, up, like, you know? uh, one of the things is that she couldn't go to see a flower as a kid in a museum because they're like, oh, no fire. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of like, it's a little wild stuff like that, that they slipped into this 
movie that they didn't advertise, which is no, yeah, dude, yeah, it, yeah. It's some very subtle details that really make this thing whole, right? right. Um, that really should have been promoted, but honestly, I'm kind of glad it didn't because it was just such a pleasant surprise to see. Yeah, you know? and you know what, too? Like, ultimately, the romance is well done, too. Like, I can't lie about that. Yeah. Like, you know, the- yeah, dude, like, like. It takes its time. It's not yeah. sudden or yes. anything like and that. The, like she's very. Yes. It feels earned, yeah, dude. It, yeah. She's very opposed to it because of the relationship between fire and water. Because literally, like water will put her out. Like put her ember out. Yeah. Literally, will fucking kill her. Yes. She has to like you know the, the the fire people have to eat sticks when water kind of touches them in order to regain their you know their spark to kind of uh become whole again body wise so it's a very interesting dynamic that they wrote into the movie of how um how all the elements interact you know yes. that that was really cool man it, um it's, it's just smart. really cool it's how they super smart. yeah exactly yeah. it's just so clever so smart in the writing good things to have in in a story where you can always go back to it like you know obviously her her going under underwaters to see the um, that tree, you right, know, like right. a gale had to make that bubble and stuff, yes. and she had to go there, and then her uh, her water bubble was kind of like, fit, you know, yes, almost like, like running out. Like, there's a lot of cool things that, that go into it because of the natural, yes. you know, aspects of everything. Yeah, there's just a lot of smart stuff in this. There's a lot of good family stuff. Like the family stuff, I was just really into. You know, like I I was really feeling it. I was, and so by the end of it, like you get the ending. You know. <laughs> I don't really want to spoil that either, but it's like when you get the ending, it feels earned. It feels like, yeah, yo, it does feel it's earned. like, yo, this is a good, cause there's a moment in there where you think it's going to go the other way, which is why I don't want to spoil it. Cause it's like, if you, I really, it's a, it's a pay for, it's a, you know, see it as soon as it hits, uh, as soon as it hits Disney plus check it out. Cause it's like, yo, yes, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. I, and I think that other people should have the experience we have, you know, where it's like, yo, like, go see it without uh, – know that, yes, there is more to it than just, like, that romance that got sold. But at the same time, I don't want to tell them how much more. You know, it's like, yo – You know what, though, Two Texts? Like, it's a very brown movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's – Right? It's a very brown and proud kind of movie. Yeah. Like, it, it felt like even with the immigration stuff going on there, um, like, and the way, you know, like, the parents were and all that stuff, it was very, you know, very – uh, aware yeah, it's, of, it's uh, aware that this is like a very yeah. distinct uh yeah. person of color culture you know that it, it's yes. not it's yeah, not exactly that's a great way to put yeah, it it's not exactly coded like one way or the other so you can't yeah. like basically anybody can fill those shoes and be like oh yeah these are my parents doing this and this and like but you know wade is clearly like a white guy water yeah, right? water is clearly <laughs> just a white guy which is super yeah funny. exactly yeah. so um but like th- that being said though his family dynamic is very awesome yeah. they're like these big big criers and they're very like a very um open family which is really cool because that's that's also like in real life you know it's like the, you know they're very open they're very aware of fire and all that stuff um and um it was listen and they, they also go watch yeah it, they also right? do that thing where they overstep a little bit in terms of what they say yeah. and it's like yeah it's yeah it's very like when you see it you're like oh yeah this is great but you know they got away with yeah. a lot in this one and like you said they did they did like you said, and check it because out. Because of elements-wise, yes. right? Yes. Like you said, just check it out when it hits Disney+. Plus. If you can't see it in theaters, 
but it's definitely one like it's it's pay for it scale like straight up it's a definitely pay for it guys we don't say that a lot recently um so you should definitely go watch this that is, this we is, said that last time for spider-verse i think that's about yeah, it and even um, then but like, go check that yo, one out speaking of right so okay this is the ultimate transition into the big finale right arturo Speaking of part ones uh, uh, and speaking of yeah, like a full movie. I was going to just <laughs> a, a transition into it. Hey, speaking of a part two that got delayed because the actor strike oh, yeah. going on. Yes. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, a.k.a. Mission Impossible freaking seven yes. people yes. just came out in theaters and it was awesome i thoroughly enjoyed this movie um it is a hefty movie i do gotta say that it's almost three hours but in those three hours i was highly entertained yeah um uh, it does have its lulls in it but they do a great job in making sure they reel you back into the action into the story immediately i say pay for this one as well so okay so jumping in uh you know jumping off what you said it's kind of the opposite of indiana jones 5 where it's like, yeah, because this movie it was also it's good. You mean it's yeah, good? It's this actually movie good. is also very long, and it also has long action sequences. But there's a difference in Mission Impossible. It's like there are tears, right? It's like it goes from yes. it goes from one thing, and then it gets more intense. The situation just keeps ramping up. Good right? to bad to worse to worse. Yes, yes. You know, everything that could go wrong goes wrong in each of these missions, right? So I love it. And you know, so letting, setting this up for part seven, we get a set the table a bit here again you know as this is a part one uh you know you did mention across the spider-verse which is you know a mm-hmm. part a secret part one you know and yes. fast x earlier this year where you know it's so this one it definitely does feel like a full movie i will say that it is like it, yes correct it does it is like across the spider-verse where it is a full movie but my uh so it's a pay for it too. I will say, let me just say that pay for it, get it out of the way, right? But my first big thing is that you know it feels like a full movie, but there are story nuggets here where I'm like, oh, you really could have just told us this in this one, right? Where it's like, I yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, there's like I said before, this is a hefty story, yes. but it didn't have to be as hefty. I think um, a lot of it was also written to expand for a second movie. So they kind of, you know, held back a lot of information that I think would have made things flow a little quicker. So just just to put it out there, the big bad in this thing is called the entity, right? It's this kind of sentient AI kind of thing that is doing things. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, like that's, that's my main thing. That's a lot of problems with you. (laughs) That's my main thing, right? Like, like how does this work? You know, like how does this, yes, it sucks that it's such an ill-defined antagonist, right? Yes. Because in previous mission impossibles all dealt with people, evil men and women um, who do bad things in the world and it you know they it worked you know you you saw them and everything you you saw how everything operated you saw how every you know like for for example i was watching fallout the other day how he was how he had to go find this other dude who was captured for um this asset he had to capture this asset to broker him to get some plutonium and stuff like that so you saw all the pieces kind of moving this one doesn't have that right out in the open like that this is why i'm like man you must have some shit in store for you know part eight dead reckoning part two because like there's a lot of information missing here usually in the mission impossible movie you get 
loads of information yes. with every kind of scene, with every sequence. You get a lot of information that, you know, gives you the story behind the bad guy, behind the weapon, behind what Ethan's been doing. You know, Ethan's still kind of, you know, stalking his his wife from afar kind of stuff. You right. know what I mean? So, like, like, you get a lot of stuff that kind of fills in all this time. But, like, um, I, I think you mentioned this off-air text that all these Mission Impossible movies are long. From the first one, yeah, they so are like long. part seven. Yes. They're over two hours and like twenty-five minutes each. You know what I mean? Um, but like I feel like um you know, part two sucked, but a lot of them give you all this proper information um in all these scenes, and this one was missing that. So I'm a little disappointed with the yeah, way that that story is a kind of unfolding with the main bad guy yeah because you know they call it the entity everyone calls it the yeah. entity which is- everyone but like how why how does everyone know about it yeah uh, right like, what sucks is that like just give it a name if everyone's that like those are just part of the little details where i'm like okay it's enough that uh, we're dealing with a, uh, a super ai and i'm willing to you know bend my logic because this is mission impossible world right so it's like i'm willing yeah. to just accept it whatever right but give it a name give no, it a code they name give it yes wild names to everything yes, else just dude. give it a code name who cares chimera virus yeah you know what i mean from part two yes. like the the whatever other poison from uh, part three So like, so when they call it the entity, it's that every person like talking about it has to say the entity and have to refer to it by that, which is so it's so weird because that's just like it goes with all the story stuff that you complain about. Like it's part of the snowball where it's like you you start pulling it's the sweater thread, right? Where it's like you start pulling on one thread and then you're like, oh, well, this logic's really weird because. But you see, because like you said, uh, tapping into that, what you were saying to lead into your another point or to where it's like, um, you know, the other ones were dealing with a personal antagonist. So here it's yes. like, you know, they have an antagonist in Gabriel who also has ties to Ethan's past. But it, mm-hmm. that's that's there part two go. stuff. There we right? go. Another. Yes. So, yes. Right, show. Yeah, part two. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point, Tex, because Gabriel was retconned into um, into existence in this movie yes. as being a part of Ethan's um, original. Um, do you accept this? Like, past, yeah. you know, like like the reason why he's an IMF is because of this situation that happened with Gabriel. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like, we've been watching these movies for well over 10 years now. And now. You decide to delve into like the origin of Ethan's like you know ex- you know entrance into the IMF yeah. with this guy here who now just pops up because some computer is telling him to do shit. That's where my problem is w- with this movie. But luckily, everything else is yes. okay. Yes, right. The supporting yes. cast is really yes. good. The action A is awesome. Percent. Like the. The transitions from 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 international location to one another to situation to that was great. We get uh, Simon Pegg is awesome. Uh, Ving Rhames is doing great work as always. Holiday Heart Forever Baby, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Rebecca Ferguson. She does you know her role in this one. I'm not yeah, going to say yeah, much else. That's a spoiler. What she does yeah, in this movie, yeah. yeah. But she does a bunch of stuff in this movie. She looks great in this movie as well. Um, uh, Haley Atwell, the um, new addition to the Haley yes. Atwell looks even Yo, better in this movie. A, like so we have a one of the a new introduction, new character. Yes, and so one of the good things that this one, this movie does is like it calls attention to the fact that you know 
Ethan's always dealing with like a new woman in one of these movies all the time. Yeah. (laughs) This movie does point it out, but this time they make her like a super important part of like the plot and the action, which is super. Yes. It's impressive that, you know, uh, Haley and Tom, they have these, uh, Grace, her name is Grace in the movie. So Grace and Ethan have these moments where they're like literally handcuffed to each other and have to do these like impossible things together. And like they, they have to do their action sequences together, and it's so well done. It, it's so yeah. unique to Mission Impossible Two, right? Where it's like, yeah, like, like, um, like the car chase. The so yes, the I think the Italy car chase is probably my favorite action scene in this whole movie. Even though that's a good even one. Though you get that train scene at the end, I think the car chase is my favorite, mostly because that car chase was so raw. Yes, right? mostly because it's like it's not only that, but you had the humor in it. You had like the you know the fact that they were handcuffed together throughout the whole thing. Then you had the yeah. ending where it's like you know he where he ends up getting left and stuff like that, and like you know it's yeah. You have Paris also chasing them in the freaking armored truck, yes, right? Uh, so just trying to run them down. Uh, uh, Pom Clementif, which did a great yes. job, I think. I was like, wow, you awesome. You know, I'm glad you know they took you out of that makeup. You know, yes. they made you you know a real character in a movie for yeah, once. Yeah, no kidding, right? Where it's like, yo, it's like, yeah. yo, she's a, a you couldn't let her be a badass before. Like, come on, Marvel, Marvel held her it's back. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Marvel, dude, Marvel apparently held a lot of people yeah. back. Um, but uh, but yeah, but all the support. Supporting cast looks great and does a great job in this movie, man. Like they really keep it chugging yeah, along. And that's like, that's, yeah, really keep it chugging along. Th- that's the good thing about Mission Impossible movies is that, like, I don't think I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, maybe you could say Mission Impossible two, or it's like the weaker one. Maybe a little bit of three, but like these these movies have great casts like in general like yes. I, I don't think i've ever been disappointed in somebody in a mission impossible movie to Dude, be honest three had freaking um you know a uh, philip seymour yeah, hoffman the, as owen david yeah he was yeah. that that three by the way if it wasn't for uh um jj abrams yeah we wouldn't and, we wouldn't be watching this one we wouldn't be talking about this we list. wouldn't yeah. be here where we are right yeah. now um because three was the one that made it like wait like made it like what we know now is mission impossible possible yes. ethan you know doing rogue shit having to work for the bad guy to acquire stuff to, to save lives and all this stuff like like and making it look good um speaking of making it look good you mentioned the train sequence right yes. and we and we spoke about um like um different tiers of action like this train sequence is a perfect example of that you have so many action pieces going on um in this one set right this one location which is this moving train one the train is was freaking it was damaged by gabriel right so it was a rogue train that shit was speeding off the rails and no one knew about it till the very end which is a great plot point because the audience knew we're like wait a minute no one knows this thing is off the rails right until like way later and then you have grace uh wearing the mask i always forget her. yeah the broker yes uh the yes of the broker yes i forgot her name we just spoke about the actress earlier too yeah we did but yeah but uh, she uh you you know in the mountains like trying to get on the train in the mountains trying to get on the train first of all he's not even on the train and you have uh, freaking uh, Simon Pegg, you know, g- going in this self-driving car, trying to g- freaking guide him yes. to jump on this train. Um, all the while, you have um, uh, uh, Grace trying to broker this deal with um, uh, with 
the head of IMF, pretty yeah, much, big, right? Uh, wait, um, big spoiler, because unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that is a that is a big spoiler because that's a whole thing. And so, yeah, so that's uh, this is all just the the pieces working, and then then the action happens, right? Like that was yeah, that yeah, was all exactly. the setup, and then like the last twenty or so minutes are like, yo, let's have a fight on this train, let's have the trains come off the tracks, let's have them climb through the train of each falling yeah, the one. cart by cart through yes, every different cart, that kitchen cart with. The oil was burning. They yeah. had to do and that. So, the dining room cart. So I mentioned this with Indiana Jones. I'm like, yo, these. This is an adventure movie. That I'm like, yo, this is great, right? This is this is adventure movie stuff. And like, yo, the the only thing though is that when it ends, it does feel like half the story. So this is this yes, is the one man. critical thing I will say about it is that. It does feel like a movie, but now I finally get what all those people are saying of like, yeah, this is half a story. Like, no, this is straight up like you. This is really a part one. So just know it is part one of the title. But, it, but it is- like, but you see, like people can't complain about half a story because it's called a, a Dead Reckoning Part yeah. One. So going into it, um, we knew there was going to be a part two, but but, but big but yeah. here. We get three hours of a movie and we still kind of have so many questions, right? Um, Especially about Gabriel and this entity. And by the way, like this entity is trapped in like this nuclear submarine that was taken down in the, you know, Arctic Sea or whatever. uh, We forgot to mention this. Like the whole movie is them trying to find two halves of a key that unlocks the the thing that unlocks the entity. So it's like. That unlocks, I guess, the motherboard or chipset or whatever for this entity. We'll thing. see that in part two, but it's like it's also yeah, yeah like you you alluded to this earlier, Arthur, where it's like you know there's a better version of this where it's like they don't bloat some of the things and they do give yeah. us a three hour Mission Impossible, but like honestly, if anyone's earned a three hour movie, like we talked about this all the time, right? It was like we we're yes. gonna go see a three hour Oppenheimer, right? But like if anyone's earned three hours in the theater, it's Tom Cruise. And it's Mr. Cruz himself. Absolutely. If you want me to watch a three hour action movie, hell yeah. Like we saw John Wick and like I would much rather have a three hour Mission Impossible. John you know? Wick was so boring compared yes, to this. Dude. dude, oh my God. Um, yeah. And uh, again, this is legit the last action hero here because uh, he's doing the bulk of the stunts. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, as everyone so, knows, that one uh, you know on the mountain. Yeah, so what did you? Uh, so uh, what did you think of the big stunt for this one? The big so the big stunt was the one shown in advertisements of him jumping off a mountain. Yeah, I mean it was cool. It wasn't as cool as Fallout. Yeah, Fallout. Um, Fallout was the big one. Yeah, I think Fallout was uh, was way cooler. Uh, but I mean. It was cool only because like it wasn't like it wasn't a major thing, you know. After that, he had to le- legit continue his fucking yeah, way. Yeah, that's you know? the other thing, right? Um, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like the yeah, it, like it wasn't the action piece to end yeah. it all. You know what I mean? Um, it was hey, you got to do this to get on this it train. It was the start of the mission. <laughs> so right? yeah, so I'm curious what part two has in store for us, oh, right? Man. Because we have some marine stuff going on, like. Arctic. I don't know what they have in store. We've got we've done so much in this movie, yet know so little about this entity yeah. and how it all of a sudden became sentient and started, you know, dictating yeah, things. That's what. Yes, they 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 yeah. drop hints about like oh, it was like an American made thing that they like I, I that they sent into the Russian sub order. But you know, point is, like you're saying, Arturo, there's a version of this 
where they tightened up some of the areas. They kind of took out some of the bloat in some other areas. Cause that's the other thing. Like as much as I like it, there are laws. There are points where I'm like, yeah, it would have been a good two hours and 15 minutes. You know, it would have been cool with that. You yeah, know what I mean? But also I would have taken a three hour epic where we got to see the whole thing unfold, right? The end story. Yes, Absolutely. Yes. But we're going to have to wait for another three hours for a Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yeah, 2. however long it right? takes. And, and, however long it takes. I would, that being said, though, go watch this in theaters. This shit was yeah. fun. Um, and uh, and this episode was fun, folks. Episode 158 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Big shout out to you guys for listening. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. And folks... We have an announcement over here. So uh, starting with this episode, you're going to be catching episodes now on Mondays. Um, So stay tuned to the feed on Mondays. The video episode will also be dropping on Mondays as well. Um, So um, that being said, we have 157 of these things for you in the archive. Go check those out anywhere you get your streaming pod content. Um, Desktop, Apple, Amazon, Hulu, not Hulu, I mean Spotify. Um, imagine. Dude, I wish. Who knows anymore, you know, right? Like, Hulu podcast, right? Imagine. Um, Yo, if it, that'd be yeah, great. Like, we definitely would get one. Like, I, I, I'd do everything uh, yeah. in my power to get us on there. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it, folks. Um, yes, yeah, go check us out anywhere you can catch podcasts. Go check us out on the YouTube as well and go like, subscribe, comment, go share, um, go to the all the social feeds, like, subscribe, comment, share, all that oh, good yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, you're on uh, um, Corpse Feeds on Threads now, right? Because that's like... Oh, the- yeah, Corpse Feed is on Threads, guys. You guys are finding me there too. If I appreciate that. Um, so go follow Corpse Feeds on Threads. I'm not sure if the morgue will have one since I just communicate through Corpse Feed anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, go check that out. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. And always remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.